Did you know we love podcasts with mythical monsters, heroes, and gods? One of our favorites is Live from Mount Olympus, an adventure podcast for tweens and families of all ages. The new season tells a story of war, fate, friendship, betrayal, a heist, and a titan who played with fire. You don't want to miss the myth of Prometheus. Tune in to Live from Mount Olympus wherever you get your podcasts. What if kittens played the clock and spiel? And what if unicorns were real? What if you could fly or travel back in time? We welcome you to What If World. What If World. This is What If World. Hey there, folks and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we have an incredibly special episode. This is something we've never done before. We're playing G&G today, but it's not just with me and my imaginary friends. (laughs) Uh, I am here with two real-life people, Steph and Phil. So we're going to start with Steph. Steph runs and writes TTRPG Kids, and any award-winning website that has over 400 articles and posts about playing tabletop RPGs with kids. I've learned a lot from the website, actually. You should check it out if you love these episodes. They've published many TTRPGs for young players and have used game elements in educational settings to help students connect with and understand the material. Hey, Steph. Thanks for having Yeah, thank you so much. And now we have Phil Bechtel. Phil writes all the episodes of the Kid Stories podcast, where there are stories of ninjas and dragons and talking sandwiches and fart jokes and a bunch of other fun stuff. The Kid Stories podcast, I encourage you to check it out. He just started publishing two other fun podcasts called Dungeon Crashers and Captain Max and the Starfighters. Wow, Phil, uh, three podcasts. How's that going? It's going well. It's uh, tricky to keep up, but they're fun stories and it's easy to write fun stories, right? These are all three kid-focused podcasts? Absolutely, yeah. Definitely for for the elementary and middle school ages there. I think it's right up their alley, yeah. Okay, Kid Stories podcast. Mm -hmm. That's the original and there's the most material there. Yeah. I think our listeners at home are going to want to meet your G&G characters. We're going to start over here with Phil. Can you tell us about your character? Yeah, my character is an armadillo. His name's Tillo Armadust. I imagine Tillo to be the size of a medium-sized dog. Mm -hmm. I think Tillo a lot of times walks upright, but he can also be seen down on all fours. I like to imagine that Tillo has a vest (gasps) and a hat and a backpack, you know, with just, you know, we all like to have backpacks where we carry all of our cool things in there. Tillo works hard as like most armadillos do. He's like a super great digger. He can get into the earth really quickly and very efficiently. I think he exists here in the city and maybe people don't even know that he's an armadillo, right? He can pass for a dog, like an armored dog. He's really kind. 
He's a little subdued, but he's very passionate about what he does. Did we get in that, that he's a kind of wizard? Oh yeah, he's like a dust wizard, so he can control the dust with the wind. He can make um, what he calls dust nados, which <laughs> you can envision that in your head, right? A big dust tornado or a little dust tornado, whatever the event calls for. This is awesome. And now we are going to learn about Steph's character. So I am playing D4C139, also known as Dak. Dak is a little delivery robot drone. And Dak has basically a TARDIS inside of him where he stores everything that he's out going out to deliver. And one day, Dak became a bit sentient, got very interested in the things that he was delivering, especially the things that people never picked up. Or, you know, you get to the door and they're like, oh yeah, I don't know what that is. Just kind of kept it in the little warehouse <laughs> inside. So there's like some, a lot of random stuff in there. I'm very excited to see uh, what Dak uses throughout the adventure. <laughs> Me too. And for those of you who aren't familiar with Doctor Who, a TARDIS is like this time machine, but the thing about the TARDIS that we're talking about is that it's bigger on the inside. Yes. So it's like an extra dimensional space that can hold all kinds of crazy stuff. We don't even know what some of these packages are. I literally have no idea, but I'm sure <laughs> some will get opened during the uh, during the adventure. But it wouldn't be What If World if we didn't use a What If question. And we have one today from Jane. So let's hear it. Hi, my name is Jane, and my favorite thing is cat and I'm six years old and what if cats can fly super high and out of space they'll turn into astronaut cats. That was Jane. She's six years old and her question is what if cats could fly up into space and be astronaut cats? Thank you. <laughs> so, I like it. So we are going to find out what if Cats could fly into space and turn into astronauts as we return to the city of Dogopolis. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery, from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories, and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts, or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. Calling all kids in the car, Brittany and Meredith here from the chart-topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. <laughs> The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. DC4139, I'm going to probably call you Dak for the rest of the adventure. 
You have been making lots of deliveries lately. So many, in fact, that you're wondering if people aren't a little worried. You see, a very big bone ship flew out of Dogopolis recently, which is a strange occurrence on its own because no one really tends to leave Dogopolis. If you leave Dogopolis, you head out into the frozen wasteland that is the world of Berend. So it's gotten people really on edge. Now, you are making one specific delivery to a friend of yours who you deliver to all the time. In fact, it must seem to you like they have a, a TARDIS-like storage space of their own because they live at this, you know, very small storefront of their architecture slash cleaning business. And yet they get deliveries from you all the time. You don't know where they could all be going. But you are here seeing Tillo Armadust. This is actually your last delivery of the day, so you're going to be off-duty for the rest of the day. Even a robot needs to recharge some time. Tillo, you see your, your friend or acquaintance arriving. What's something that you might need for your side business, let's call it, before we reveal what it is to the kids? I think I'm going to need some feathers. I need feathers for my tools, for working with dust, and for cleaning things. And they're not easy to come by in Dogopolis. All right. So you are getting a whole shipment of feathers, which are incredibly hard to come by. There are only a few birds. Mostly this city is entirely dogs. But as you've just found out, there are some non-dogs that live here, whether they're sneaking around or pretending to be dogs. And just as these feathers are being dropped off, you see a dogatron. These are security drones, and you might have something that you don't want them to discover. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say what's what, but uh, certainly these feathers would be uh, a little bit curious for them to discover. And of course, Dak is just about to hand them to you at your front door. What do you do? I would reach out past the door frame and I would grab Dak and I would pull him inside and try to slam the door shut. You you don't even have to roll dare for that. We can close doors without having to roll <laughs> dice. So boom. Dak, you're suddenly inside this shop. You've never been here before. Hello! Are we friends? Are you inviting me inside? What's going on? Hi, here's your feathers! And all the feathers are just gonna go and shoot out of, like, the delivery hole. <laughs> and be like, yay! I think Tillo is going to still be concerned with the drone, and so he's going to gently place one of his little armadillo fingers over whatever looks to be Dak's mouth to say, shh! Tillo is going to look out the window to make sure that the Dogatron is passing by. You see it going the other way, and just as you're sort of settling in and feeling safe for a minute, you hear a very soft tapping near, near the bottom of your door. I think I'm going to whisper to Dak quickly, You have got to be more careful! And I'm going to get closer to the door, I'm going to say, Who's there? It's me. Sniff the, um, not-cat. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know that Sniff actually is a cat, right? but has uh, has put little doggy ear extensions to make their ears uh, a little floppier mm -hmm. and is thus pretending to be a dog, but occasionally does come here to you. Okay, I'm going to crack that door open just a little bit to scoop my friend inside. I'll say, come in, come in, come in. <sighs> Mondays. Oh, this is, this is not good. You also know another thing about Sniff, that they are aptly named for their uh, tendency to sniff and sneeze. Uh, uh, 
<laughs> a big C's feathers are blowing all over the place. This is the exact wrong thing to have been getting delivered today. Perfect. That's why I love it. And then you kind of hear. The Dogatron drone is getting a little bit closer. Is there any place you might want to go? I'm going to rush us down to the basement. And I'm going to ask my friend Sniff and my new best friend, Dak. Grab these feathers. Grab as many as you can quickly down to the basement. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, okay. I will. I'll grab as many. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sniff doesn't do a very good job of grabbing them, but fortunately, you've got an expert <laughs> delivery drone here mm -hmm. who I think can handle the job. <sighs> but of course, once you get into the basement, you see something Dak that you've never seen before. It's the Dust Bowl. This is the secret headquarters of all the rebels, all the refugees, all the people that don't quite perfectly fit into this idyllic, but not so perfect, dog society. Oh, oh, I really should just start wearing a mask when I come here, says Sniff. Dak's gonna go over, like a little, like, extender arm is gonna come out and, like, hold up a finger under <laughs> Sniff's nose and be like, it's okay, best friend, or... Uh, friend, or, uh, yeah, uh, hi, I'm Dak. Um, Sniff, welcome to the Dust Bowl. Now, you see, Dak, that down here, it's not just dogs like everywhere else. You see, you see cats and squirrels and raccoons. You see octopi. You see creatures of all different shapes and sizes. And they have little market stalls. They're selling things. They're trading things. They're inventing things. They're talking all very quietly, of course, because dogs have very sensitive hearing. Sorry, I felt a sneeze coming on, so I knew I needed to get down here, but then I forgot that it's so dusty. <laughs> Can I see if Dak has anything that might help Sniff? Like, uh, <laughs> Flonays or, uh, <laughs> like a tissue box? Okay, so you're looking for something specific, which means you yeah. will learn to see how close you get to the thing that you need. I've got a plus zero on learn, so I just roll a straight d20. Yep. And I got a four. <laughs> <laughs> On a four, what do you think the opposite of helpful is that you might pull out of a package? It's going to be another explosion of feathers, yeah. I think. <laughs> Just more feathers. <laughs> Just yeah. Go to reach in and pull stuff out and then poof, another like <laughs> confetti rain of feathers comes out. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I think I've... Sneezed it all up. <laughs> but this is a much quieter sneeze, and and it's a very very heavy door. Uh, so Sniff knows that this is a safe place for sneezing at the very least, as long as long as they aren't too big. I know I only come here every once in a while, but there's something serious happening. The 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 kitty astronauts they got out a message. Dogzilla is coming down from the moon and is gonna pass by Furcast weather station. Before reaching Dogopolis, you know, we've got a day at most before it's here. Tilla will, will lean in to sniff. Are you sure about this? Where did you get your information? Wolfcoms. I know it's named like a dog name, but it's really run by cats. And they said that there was some massive seismic disturbance 
on the frozen moon of Berend. It could only be Dogzilla. If it passes by Furcast Station, all the weather drones, they might blast Dogzilla, but that could just make it even angrier. I don't know, I don't know what we're gonna do, but you're like the leader of the resistance. That's what everybody tells me, Tillo, so, so you gotta do something. Tillo would put his arm on Sniff's shoulders and say, okay, 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 let's all take a breath. And then, <laughs> not too deep. Okay. And then I would look at Dak. It would all hit me. There's a robot now in our secret place. And so I would move closer um, to Dak and uh, a bit suspiciously, maybe I would say, um, okay, Dak, you can't tell anyone about this place. Oh, secret delivery. Secret delivery. That's right. Secret friends, in fact. Yes. <gasps> secret friends. Okay, cool. Secret friends. <laughs> Tillo, Tillo now is, is convinced of Dak's intentions but not convinced that Dak will not squeak about this somewhere else. <laughs> but he cannot, there's nothing we can do about it. Now Tillo thinks, Tillo would say to Dak, do you know anything about the weather station, Dak? Have you made deliveries to this place? Have I? It's in space, but you are a okay. space-proof robot. You can, you've okay. uh, made the odd delivery up there. But when you went up there for a minute, they thought that you might be some sort of foreign object or comet or something, and they almost attacked you because they're just, uh, they use their sort of weather power to repel anything that gets too close to the station. Oh, yes. I've been up there not too many times, maybe one or two times. Weather drones, they're kind of like my cousins, but they're also kind of like angry cousins. And they uh, kind of told me to go away a little bit. Uh, like, I maybe didn't say it, but they, they were kind of like trying to take me down, maybe go away. But um, yeah, so maybe hard to get up there. But also, you need to get up there? Tillo would shake his head back and forth and he would say, I don't know. The way I see it, if we go to Furcast Station who, without permission, we'll be attacked just like Dogzilla will be attacked, but we could either try to get permission from Parliament, or we could go to Wolfcoms and see if maybe the cats could help us. So Tillo's thinking, so we, we could go to Wolfcoms, mm -hmm. and we can assume that, that Sniff has cat associates or friends there? Yep. So if we went to Parliament, we would go there to try and convince them to let us go to Furcast Station, is that right? Yeah, and you might be able to find out more about Dogzilla. Oh, you in might Parliament. be able to get advice. Mm -hmm. But it would be just as unknown as going to Wolfcoms, where these cats are technically under control of the dogs. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there could be there could be challenges there too. Either way, it's probably gonna be tricky. Well, Dak, you're one of us now. Yay! <laughs> and I think you can be useful. And I turn to Sniff and I say, I think it's time for us to go to Wolfcoms. Okay, I can lead you there. Are my ears on right? <laughs> One's like totally like a bad wig, just like half hanging <laughs> off from all the sneezing. We will help Sniff sort of adjust his, his dog face and his look. Okay. And I would turn to Dak and I would say, Dak, we're going to get more information about Dogzilla from Wolfcoms. Is there anything here that you might need to do that? I'm going to look around. I have lots of stuff here. And it's going to kind of open up the like delivery portal I'm good. Tillo would kind of put his hands up to try and almost close that, given the, uh, <laughs> he wouldn't want another explosion of feathers. Yeah, a box is, like, slowly trying to yeah. force itself yeah. out. It's, like, getting bigger yeah, yeah. as it comes out. Yeah. And you're just like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Until I would say, you're right, you're right, you're right. You've got enough. You've got enough inside. Let's keep it inside. Right, Dak? Okay. Off to Wolfcoms you go. Let's see. Phil hasn't rolled any dice yet, so just roll a d6 for me, and higher is going to be better for you. I got rolled a four. A four! Okay. On your way, there's a, a very old pug trying to cross the street. Their tongue is dragging down on the ground. They have a little, like, doggy purse slung over their shoulder that is spilled open, and a bunch of treats have fallen onto the ground. Golden treats, which are the most valuable, of course. Oh, no! Oh, boy! Hey! It's you! You're that uh, armored dog, right? Yes, yes, that's me. The, the armored dog. I'm a dog. Yes. Yeah. You're correct. Pretty crazy stuff we got going on over here, don't you think? What's crazy going on? I Can't you smell it? Uh, you have such a better nose than I do, though, don't you? <laughs> oh, flattery will get you everywhere. I know I'm an old dog. My nose might not work like it used to, but I can smell an armored dog in a delivery robot <laughs> still from a mile away, and I can also smell something different. And they say if you if you smell something, bark at it. <laughs> That's the saying across the city. People have been doing a lot of barking lately, ever since that ship left. So people are, you know, buying up stuff, mm. you know, barking at anything that looks at them crosswise or looks like a squirrel. Have you been buying a lot? Have you been scared because of the ship leaving? Yeah, well, I, I have been buying some stuff. Are you D4C139, by the way? Yes! Hello, friend. Okay, I ordered a helmet just in case there's stuff falling from the sky. So do, can you can you get that for me? Oh, sure. Let me check. Let me check. And Dak is going to like go through the little little databank, see if the the helmet is in already. Yeah, it's in. It's in. There you go, friend. Happy delivery. Wow. And this dog's trying to open the 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 box with his teeth. <laughs> what a dogzilla of a box this is. <laughs> I can't get it open. You know Dogzilla? Huh? Dogzilla. Oh, I mean, sure. I mean, everybody knows Dogzilla. I mean, every dog knows Dogzilla. Dogzilla is just the, the great doggy spirit in the sky, you know, represents all our hopes and dreams, but could also come and destroy us at any minute. Tillo and Dak would maybe in that moment, like, look at each other, <laughs> our eyebrows raised or whatever your robot equivalent yeah. of an eyebrow is. A propeller, yeah, like, like the arches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we would maybe help Fred get his helmet on before we walked away. Me and Dak would also help him scoop his golden treats into his bag. Well, it was nice to see you, Fred. I'm glad you got your helmet. You look great. Oh, thank you. I know. It's, it's really good for chewing on. <laughs> you see that the face mask of this of this football-like helmet is made of sticks, and he's already chewed through half of them. <laughs> yeah, for your troubles. He gives you each a golden dog treat, which is, which is very, very valuable. Awesome. Hold on to that golden dog treat, adventurers. You might use it when you least suspect it. Or when you most suspect it. Or, or not at all. Really, it's just money. Delicious money. And with that cryptic message, the old pug disappears. No, I just walked around the corner. I'm still chewing on this helmet. Yummy. What will happen when Dak and Tillo reach wolf control? Will the kitty astronauts be helpful? 
Or is there no way to reach Dogzilla in time to save the city? We'll find out the answers to all these questions in our next adventure. Jane, thank you so much for your question. I know we only met one secret kitty astronaut and he didn't make it to outer space yet, but you better believe we get there next week. Remember, you can check out Steph's website, TTRPG Kids, to help you get started playing tabletop role-playing games with your family. And you can also listen to Phil Bechtel's Kid Stories podcast and his two new shows, Dungeon Crashers and Captain Max and the Starfighters. I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, my producer, Miss Lynn, Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you adventurers at home who know that it never hurts to find out a little bit more before making a big decision. And until we adventure again, keep wondering. friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.